Thank you for joining us for the Word and Spirit podcast. Let me remind you to check out the RGM website for news, updates, and free downloads. Now, let's go to Reverend Randall Greer. She had gone to the pro board on my behalf to see if they would change their decision. They told her, no, it looks like you'll never get out. I said, Mama, I said, I don't care what the pro board said to you and what they told you. I said, I have got my parole in the name of Jesus. And I said, if I do not, I said, the word of God is not true. My mama started crying. She said, that's heresy. That's heresy. She said, I taught you better than that. You calling God's word a liar. You said God's... I said, no, mama, I'm not calling God's word a liar. I said, the Bible says, let every man be a liar, but God be true. I said, God's word is true. And that's the scripture in the Bible. Let, let the man may lie, but God will never lie. And I said, Mother, I said, I have stood on his word. And I said, I'm walking out of these prison gates. Well, August the 27th, that was in July, the first week of July of 1984, when I, I had prayed that prayer and I had talked to my mother during that same week. Well, I got a letter saying that they would consider me for release from prison on parole, but it didn't promise me. But on August the 27th, approximately three months later, I was standing out of the prison yard in the latter part of August, not the 27th, but the latter part, and Captain Felton Crumpton, who's the captain of the guards, came bursting out of the administration building, out on the recreation yard of the prison, looking for people. And about 25 yards away from me, I realized, he's looking for me. And he's going to tell me I got my parole. So he came and and as I saw him, he never saw me. And I said, Captain, Captain. I said, you looking for me? He said, yes. And he come over there hurriedly, you know. He said, you're not going to believe it, son. I said, believe what? He said, we done called at the parole board. He said, to make sure that this is not a mistake. He said, you're not going to believe it, son. I said, believe what, sir? He said, the deputy warden's done checked on it. He said, the warden's checked on it. He said, your counselor up there in social services has checked on it. And I said, well, what is it, Captain? He said, you're not going to believe it, son. I said, sir, they call me a believer. Just give me a shot at it. Give, just tell me. Let me try to believe it. He said, your parole papers are up there on my desk. And he said, you going home Monday morning. He said, be at my office at 745. He said, we'll dress you out and we'll take you out of here. At 7.45 a.m., I was there. You can guarantee I wasn't late for that appointment. I was there. They gave me a suit that didn't fit, a shirt that's too big, a pair of shoes like a plow mule in, and I got a $30 check for over 10 years of hard labor, and you complain about your check. <laughs> and would have got a bus ticket home if my folks hadn't come to get me. You know what I mean? And that's what I got. And I remember all them electronic gates opening and closing, opening and closing, Got to the last gate, and I told that gate to open. The captain said, you're out of your mind, but I went through that last gate. Signed them papers, and at about 8, 10 a.m., I walked through the last door of that prison, and there stood my mother. She stood, you know, she's shorter, a lot shorter than I am. And she jumped up, you know, and flung her arms around my neck, just weeping and crying with tears of joy and gladness. And that's seeing me after being in prison for all these years and all the things that I drug our family through and the things I'd done, all the worries and everything. Now here I am as a born-again, spirit-filled Christian standing there. And then finally, you know, she gets through sobbing and I'm going to close with her famous words that day, that morning about 8, 10 a.m., maybe by that time, you know, 8, 12, 8, 13 a.m. 
She looked up at me. She threw tear-stained eyes. She said, honey, she said, the Bible is true, isn't it? I said, yes, mama. The Bible is true. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible is God's word. This old ex-convict boy up here will tell you this Bible is true. It's worked for me time after time after time. God's never failed me. You can float along and wait for life to happen. And it will happen. It will take you over the rapids. It may take you into the rocks. It may turn you over going down the river of life. Or you can make a decision. I'm not going to just float along. I'm going to move along in faith. And I'm going to trust God to do miracles for me. And ladies and gentlemen, I'll guarantee you, the Lord will come to your aid and He'll help you in any area of your life. You don't have any problem that's too big for God. You don't have any question that needs to be answered that He cannot answer. If you'll go to Him with childlike faith and say, Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus and I need your help. I do this in my life. I say, Lord, I need your help because He longs to do things for you. He longs to work miracles for you. He wants to do it more than you want him to do it. But he can't do it through doubt and unbelief because he cannot violate his word. We've got to come believing and trusting in him and saying, Lord, I trust you to do it. And he will every single time without fail. Let's pray. Father. Thank you for joining us for the Word and Spirit podcast with Reverend Randall Greer. Join us next time when Reverend Greer brings us the Word of God. And remember, God is with us.